Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 915, air date March 24th, 2021. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm doing an interview with uh, folks from a, a leading Italian network today, and we're going to talk about why the invention of email it matters, why the truth about the invention of email matters to every human being. That's what we're going to be talking about. So welcome to everyone. So let me uh, bring in our uh, colleagues from Italy. So here they are. So let's go. Go ahead. <laughs> let's take it. Eccoci qua, amici di Border Knights. Quest'oggi con noi in un collegamento internazionale con il dottor Shiva, che sicuramente conoscerete per alcuni video che sono diventati virali nei mesi scorsi. Ci aiuterà in questa breve chiacchierata che faremo con lui, il mitico Sandro Torella. Ciao Sandro. Ciao, buonasera. E con la traduzione di Alessio andremo a sentire proprio il dottor Shiva che eh, ci farà un discorso. Ciao Alessio, vediamoti perché bisogna dare spazio e conoscere i nostri eh, grandi traduttori. Allora, con eh, il dottor Shiva parli, cominciamo parlando dell'importanza dell'invenzione delle mail in chiave dell'elite. Quindi adesso ci spiegherà il dottore qual è la connessione, giusto Sandro? Credo che sei curioso di la sapere. La connessione tra l'elite e l'invenzione della email, perché eh. non ho capito bene, eh. create reset elite email, questi, esatto. questa connessione. Dottore. Sandro è molto interessante sulla connessione tra l'elite e la creazione di email. Yes, yeah, so uh, welcome everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Adre. It's a pleasure to be here. I think we did an interview earlier, but um, uh, we're doing a, uh, an interview with our colleagues from Italy who are very interested about, we're going to talk about the invention of email, right? So let me get right into it. Look, the truth about the invention of email affects every human being on this planet, the truth about it. And it is a truth that's extremely vital for people to understand because It's not even about the facts about the invention of email, but the real truth, the real question is, why was there even a controversy? Okay? And let me share the facts. Look, when I was a, I'm going to share my screen here so I can bring up the facts here. Okay? So if I share with you the facts about the invention of email, let me go right here, and I'm going to share with you a few slides. Okay? So let me, you can see these slides, right? Yes? So look. I grew up in two worlds. I grew up, as some of you may know, in uh, the city of Bombay as a kid. This is in India before I came to the United States when I was seven years old. But I also grew up in a small village in deep South India. And these are the scenes from those village. And my grandparents were poor village farmers. And I spent at least a third of my life there. And my grandmother was a traditional healer. She could look at your face and understand what was going on in your body using a traditional system of Indian medicine known as Siddha. But I also grew up in India where they had the caste system. Politically, we were considered the lowest of the low, the low caste. So the fact that my parents even made it to India was quite extraordinary. But my grandmother practiced a traditional system of Indian medicine, but we also grew up in a caste system. So when I came to the United States, by the time I was seven year, uh, 14 years old, I had actually finished up um, Uh, you know, I had actually finished up all my classes uh, in mathematics as a 14-year-old kid, and I started going to uh, university to, in a computer science program at New York University, 
where I was one of the top graduates. And I started working full time as un, as a 14 year old kid, Katorse, right? In a medical school, looking at why babies were dying in their sleep, applying computers to biology. I was looking at how babies were dying in their sleep. And this was when I was 14. While I was 14, I was also given another challenge. And remember, I was working in Newark, New Jersey, not at MIT, not at Silicon Valley, not at Harvard. And Newark, New Jersey is one of the poorest cities in the United States. And in that small city, a professor took me in and he gave me the opportunity to work on computers. And he gave me a challenge, which was in the old days, you had the secretary. She had the inbox, outbox, paper clips, the folders, right? And she'd write this thing called a memo to, from, CC, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, date, subject. Here's an, uh, a memo and she would attach, let's say someone's attachment. This was put into an envelope and the envelope was sent through these pneumatic tubes, okay? And this was how they handled the inter-office mailing system. This was before email. So I was asked to convert this entire Sistema, total system, into the electronic version. I wrote 50,000 lines of code as a 14-year-old kid. And the military didn't thought this was impossible to do. They were doing simple text messages at best, not email. That's not email. That goes back to Samuel, Boris, uh, Samuel Morris, the telegraph. But I was asked to convert this entire system into the electronic version, and I named that system email. Here's the code. I was the first one to call the code. I wrote all the features, inbox, outbox, folders, blind carbon copy, attachments, everything. And this is in 1978, all right? And then after I wrote the code, I came to MIT. And by the way, I won one of the awards. There's me as a you know, 15-year-old, 16-year-old kid with my teachers. And there's Dr. Michelson. And I designed the first email system in the world. When I came to MIT, the president of MIT told me that you couldn't patent software inventions. But he told me that I should copyright it. Here you go. I filed for the copyright on August 30th, 1982 for my 1978 invention. I was issued the copyright for email officially recognizing me as the inventor of email, period. There is no controversy at all. Now, that was in 1982. 33 years later, um, in a, you know, the system, my mother was dying of a disease, 2011, and she had saved all of these in a suitcase. And this is in 2011, November 11th, and the editor of Time Magazine, Doug Amit, was the only journalist to look at all this. And he wrote an article called The Man Who Invented Email. So those are the facts, period. I invented email. The issue is why do the racist liberal historians, why do the racist elites, such as at Wikipedia, why have they attempted to even change the history when the facts are black and white? So I'm gonna end there and we'll come back to this, okay? So those are the facts about the invention of email. There is no controversy about who invented email. I invented it as a 14 year old kid before I came to MIT and no one stole it because it's my invention. The issue is they're attempting to rewrite the history. The elites do not want everyday people to understand that great inv inventions, creativity does not come from their center, okay? Look, I went to MIT. I did four degrees in the elites institutions. I created many inventions. I won every award, you know? I was on the front page of MIT for creating three things, but in 2012, when my materials went into the Smithsonian, the number one museum in the world, that's when the controversy gets created. Why? I wrote all the code, named it email. Maybe do I have to have blue eyes and white skin? Maybe do I have, maybe I should have gone to MIT and dropped out like Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg, 
You see, so they could say, oh, he was a dropout. Then he went and invented email. You see, the real issue is, and by the way, a 14 year old boy also invented TV, Philo Farnsworth. And where does innovation come from? Innovation does not come from the military industrial academic complex, because this is the brainwashing that they're doing to every human being. They want to convince every human being that we must support war, right? La guerra, right? War. And you go kill people and then we get invention. When it's absolutely not too, true. I invented email wanting to help the woman, the secretary who was typing all day. And most of the men at those times who use computers are old white guys with ties and suits, right? And then their white jackets. They didn't think a woman could use a computer. I didn't, I was a 14 year old kid. They were my friends. I had great respect for them. So I was the one who moved the secretary from the, you know, the, the, the typewriter to the keyboard. That's what the invention of email did. And it was done before MIT. It was done before, long before, you know, in, in a separate from Silicon Valley. This is what bothers them. What bothers the elites is the theory that all great in inventions must come from them. Bill Gates, a dropout out of Harvard. Mark Zuckerberg, a dropout, right? And also, they are, they're, they are, they're, they're, they're segregationists. They think you have to look like something to be, you have to wear glasses, you have to have a beard, you have to look hunched over, you have to look like a nerd, okay? Well, I wasn't a nerd. I played baseball. I was an athlete. You know, I was, you know, an Indian kid. I was an American kid, an Indian American kid. And Mozart can invent great things, but maybe there's racism here too, okay? So the issue is email was not invented under the umbrella of the elites. It was done outside of that umbrella. And that's what bothers them because the elites do not invent anything. The elites move money around. The elites are about banking. The elites are lawyers. They don't ever create anything bottoms up. And this is why the elites needed to do and the great reset. Okay. Okay. We're getting some feedback. Quello che appuntano a fare è spiegare che non c'è nessun tipo di controversia, nonostante siano state le cause, sul fatto che lui abbia inventato la mail, questo è il concetto, e che la mail non è stata creata invece sotto l'ombrello dell'elite, perché l'elite è quella che muove i soldi, quella che muove eh, le banche, quella che muove i concetti, ma non è quella che ha creato l'email, perché l'email è stata creata invece dalla persona normalissima, dice lui. Questa è la struttura della situazione. Aspetta, non ti ho Sì, grande che sette e cosi. Dottor Shiva, Fabio, would like to ask you something about the Great Reset and the Covid situation. Well, look, I want to talk about the Great Reset. I don't really... Uh, let's focus on the, the Great Reset, okay? I'm getting some feedback. Hold on. Uh, I didn't get the feedback before. Okay, now it's gone. Okay, so let me talk about 
the fundamentals of the, you know, the, the, the great reset here. Okay. And I think it'll help you understand what's actually going on. If you go back to the invention of email, which occurred in, you know, 1970, during, if you look back at the history of the United States in the late 1800s and in the early 1900s, the American working class was rising up like, like was most of the working class throughout the world, the Russian working class, the Italian working class, right? The global working class in the late 1800s and 1900s was rising up against the elites, okay? It was the, 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 the upheaval of the working people, bottoms up. And that scared the working people. So, um, I mean, the elites. So in the, in the 1900s, for example, blacks, whites, people of all color in the United States were rising up. Women were leading those movements because to work in a factory in the late 1800s, 1900s was horrible. So it was because of those workers' movements that we got the eight-hour workday, we eliminated child labor, we got nutrition, we got highways, we got public education, we got sanitation, plumbing. And that's why the infectious disease rates went down. So if you look at 1900 to 1950, long before the measles um, you know, inoculations occurred, during that, during that period was when we eliminated 98% of infectious diseases because the working class rose up, bottoms up, and they put a gun to the elites' head and they were so scared, they gave people some reforms. So in the United States, between 1945 to 1971, the American pie grew for everyone, okay? It grew for everyone. All income groups grew, the GDP grew, and the incomes for everyone grew. But starting in 1950, the elites in the United States were so afraid of the bottoms up working movement that anytime working people organize, they said, oh, they were part of the Soviet Union. They called them communists, okay? That's what they did. So that's what the right wing did in the United States. The right wing in the McCarthy era called anytime working people came bottoms up, oh, you must be a communist. Therefore, the left wing took advantage of that and they created unions, top-down unions, okay, to control the working people. So the right wing basically scared the workers not to organize bottoms up and the left wing organize the workers top down with unions. So by 1970, during 1948 to 1970, there were very, very powerful strikes in the United States. Working people got a lot of what they wanted, but starting in 1971, the number of strikes went way down because the unions sold out to the elites. They basically said, we won't ever strike, okay? So between 1971 and 2018, what's occurred in the United States globally, in the United States, I can tell you, that there's 25% unemployment rate today in the United States. There are two American pies. 95% of the people have you know, a small American pie. The other 5% of a massive American pie, okay? In the last, since March of 2020, 600 billionaires doubled their wealth. Jeff Bezos went from $110 billion in value to around $220 billion in value. Uh, Amazon is worth 1.8 trillion, almost $2 trillion. During this period, while the working people in the last couple of years got totally suppressed, the elites grew. And why did this happen? Because in 2008, when Obama came into office and the banks failed, instead of letting them fail, what Obama did was he actually bailed them out. Okay. He bailed out all the, he bailed out all the banks. And he did what was called quantitative easing. This was the beginning of the Great Reset in 2008, which is what they did was they reduced the interest rates because the elites do not run anything real. The elites don't innovate. The elites don't make anything bottoms up. Everything they do is moving around stuff. 
lawyers, bankers, etc. So in 2008, the banking system failed. So what did Obama do? He helped them print money and he kept the stock market you know, going, right? And they issued lots and lots of bonds and loans. So from 2008 to 2016, the elites know that the entire economy in the, in, in the world is based on fake money. And the real economy is built on people like me, bottoms up, right? Entrepreneurs, innovators, small businesses, people like a 14-year-old kid outside of the military industrial complex, bottoms up innovators. So they needed to suppress them. Why? Because as small businesses were growing, the interest rates were going to go up. So they've been artificially like a boiling pot, keeping the interest rates low. Okay. And by 2016, they knew it was going to explode. If you look by 2016, there were strikes all over the world, Chile, China, you know, Italy, France, there were strikes all over the world because the, the elites were manipulating the economy. So that's why they needed the great reset. So they used something, right? Calling the pandemic. They could have used anything, but they needed something to completely slow down the economy. They needed something to stop small businesses. They needed to stop real things coming bottoms up, be it movements, protests, um, new ideas, because their economy was failing. This is why during the, during the last 10 months, 12 months, Amazon was open, Dunkin' Donuts was open, right? Big corporations were open. All the small businesses got shut down. Why? They needed to keep the growth down so they could keep interest rates low for them. And then what did Trump do? Trump you know, printed $6.2 trillion. I supported Trump. I gave money to him. But in retrospect, Trump was a not so obvious establishment. Like the Bernie Sanders they have for the left, Trump was for the right. And the job of Trump was to keep people thinking he was going to do something and he was going to do something and he was going to do something for four years. So the American working class wouldn't rise up. So the left and the right worked together against the working people. And this is what's happened for the last hundred years. And so it, when uh, you know a white face doesn't work, they'll use a black face. They use Obama. And when the black face doesn't work, they'll bring a white face in. Okay, Trump. All right. So Walmart was open, right? All of the big, big businesses were open, but not your business. You know, I wasn't able to collect rent. My businesses, I couldn't even go to work. I'm an innovator. I'm an entrepreneur. So our businesses were closed. So their businesses could get $6.2 trillion and they could keep the interest rates low. So they could get debt, debt financing to support all their garbage businesses, which had all have failed back in 2008. That's what this is about. This is not about pro or anti-vaccine. That's not what it's about. It's about the work. That's all a distraction. This is about the fact that the world, world working class is being choked and suffocated by a small set of elites. That's what this is actually about. Let's not get distracted. Yes, it's about control. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Thank you. Um, ragazzi, il discorso parte da molto prima, il discorso, lui dice che dal, già dal XVIII secolo praticamente c'era sempre stato un controllo da parte delle, delle cor grosse corporazioni verso la, la classe operaia. E nel momento in cui invece tra il 1800 e il 1945, anche il 1970, comunque erano controllati con la paura, la paura comunque di essere uccisi, specialmente quelli che erano comunque di colore, comunque avevano un contesto diverso, specialmente in America, Uh, il problema è che poi con lo sviluppo, con, con lo sviluppo economico, con lo sviluppo aziendale a livello lavorativo, industriale, 
con l'incremento dello studio, quindi comunque la possibilità di andare a studiare, eh, l'elite ha perso questo controllo, stava perdendo questo controllo. E da lì hanno cominciato a lavorare a qualcosa che potrebbe in qualche modo tenere fermo e, ehm, come dire, soffocare, comunque mettere paura, appunto dare la sindacale, una sorta di bisogno del, della, dell'elite, del bisogno della, quindi delle grandi corporazioni, delle grandi aziende farmaceutiche, delle grandi banche, delle, delle grandi multinazionali, come ad esempio cita più di una volta Amazon, e dice anche che in realtà l'unico che ha combattuto in qualche modo, nonostante tutto, questo argomento è stato Trump, infatti lui appoggiava Trump per questo motivo, perché era una persona che eh, in qualche modo arcinava le corporazioni, specialmente quelle cinesi, quelle russe, quelle eh, europee, quelle comunque eh, anche quelle americane. Il discorso è, nasce nel momento in cui si sono resi conto che già um, nel 2018 che la situazione era diventata ormai troppo, troppo sotto fuori controllo e essendo fuori controllo dovevano comunque creare qualcosa di più pesante ancora e da lì è uscito fuori il discorso di questo virus, che non è tanto il discorso del virus, ma perché poi avrebbero dovuto creare una sorta di e dipendenza dalle, dalle multinazionali per vivere perché la, la multinazionale la farmacia ha fatto il vaccino di conseguenza avresti potuto vivere soltanto grazie a loro quindi il concetto per lui è sempre lo stesso cioè la, la, il, grande, il grande reset è nato nel momento in cui sono resi conto che era diventato quasi impossibile riuscire a contro le classi più piccole Allora, direi di fargli dire in conclusione la risposta di questo nuovo Ok. Um, dottor Shiva? Sì. Yes. Una ultima domanda, poi possiamo lasciare. Ok. Um, what say, what can, can you tell us about the, uh, the movement, the true freedom of warriors? Yeah, yeah, so, so anyway, so you're asking about the movement for truth. For, there is only one way out of this and i want to i want to be very emphatic about this okay meaning microphone yeah oh i'm sorry one second there's only one way out of this okay there's only one way out of this and that way is that we must build a movement okay and it cannot be uh party based it cannot be part of the left it cannot be part of the right it cannot be part of the liberal it cannot be part of the conservative because all of those ideas are not based in science. They're not based in engineering. They're based on bullshit. Excuse my language. Okay. They're based on left, right, Republican, Democrat, labor, you know, whatever it is. Right. And these ideas of left and right, the dialectic of black and white pro and anti were created by, you know, politicians, entertainers, celebrities, uh, <laughs> lawyers. And the reason they created that was to make sure working people, like, you know, in India, we have these Bollywood movies, or in America, we have Hollywood movies, right? And why does Hollywood and Bollywood exist? To make sure get the reality of what's going on to them. They want them to get distracted, okay? They don't want them to understand who their real enemies are. So they entertain them, okay? Entertainment. So they entertain them with pictures and fights and bogus stuff. So Republican versus Democrat, Trump versus Biden, and so on. It's all entertainment because as long as the masses are entertained, they're looking over here, they're not looking at the real problem. So that's the first thing that needs to be understood. Now, for me, you know, my journey, as I just shared with you, went all the way from coming from, you know, a family who was considered low caste in India, coming to New Jersey, working class towns, 
creating the first email system, working very hard. I was a smart kid, but I worked my butt off, okay? Came to MIT, didn't get one degree, didn't get two degrees, got four degrees, created seven companies. My whole life has been about working hard because I value working people because I know how much that I have. And that if I don't make something of myself, I'm a leech on society. So that's in me within deep. And it's with most working people. The elites don't have that. Ivanka Trump doesn't care about working people. Jared Kushner doesn't care about working people. Joe Biden doesn't care about working people. These people are elites. So the only way forward is for working people to come bottoms up. Forget parties. And in order to do that, you need to have an engineering science. There must be, just like you can't build a, an airplane without Bernoulli's principle. You can't build a bridge without Newton's laws. Well, you cannot build a movement without scientific principles. And that scientific, those scientific principles is what I've discovered after 50 years of how to defeat the establishment. And that is the science of systems. And that science of systems is what I've put together in an educational platform at vashiva.com slash uh, warrior. If anyone goes to it, everyone's, whoever's listening, vashiva.com, or you can go to slash join. In our own infrastructure, you know, I'm a technologist. I have my own data center. So every day, every, every um, uh, Monday evenings, I educate people in a three-hour class. I take 40 years of engineering knowledge, and I've distilled it into the Foundations of Systems course. And then with that course, I educate people on what I call Dr. Shiva's three principles, scientific principles. Number one, the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Without freedom, we cannot have truth because you cannot do science. You can't debate. You get fake science. And with truth, you can find real problems and real solutions. And with real problems and real solutions, then we can identify what's the right thing for our health, for our bodies, for our infrastructure, for our economy. And with health, we have strong people to fight for freedom. So that's the first principle. The second principle is decentralization. The elites always want to centralize. That's why the invention of email is such a powerful story because it shows that innovation, great things do not occur at the center, they occur in the edges. And this is why it affects every human being. You see the invention of email, I, I created email, there's no controversy. So any anytime, so Wikipedia is a bunch of racist, elitist. They don't, and in fact, I got a letter from a Wikipedia senior editor. He said, Shiva, your article on your page is the most controversial article when the invention of email controversy they created more than this abortion, more than the Second Amendment. Why? Because I'm going at the heart of where does greatness come from? The greatness does not come from the center. It comes from all of us, people who work hard. That's where email was invented. So number two is the principle of the decentralized bottoms-up movement, self-organizing system, second scientific principle. Third is that we must be aware of the controlled opposition, the not-so-obvious establishment. So if you look at the American Eagle, the center is the establishment. Well, they have two shoulders, the Eagle, right? One shoulder is, let's say the left shoulder, Biden, Obama, Clinton, they're the obvious establishment. On the, on the right, you have the McConnells. By the way, that was the left. On the right, you have the McConnells and the Romneys, okay? McCain's. But then the wings of the bird are the ones that flap. The wings may even attack the shoulder. It's all show. It's like entertainment. So Bernie will attack the DNC, Bernie uh, Sanders, or you'll have someone like Trump attacking the RNC. But at the end of the day, they both keep people tied into the Republican Democrat dialectic. 
Our platform is the only platform on the planet, which number one begins with education, a scientific educational process. Number two, we have in our own software, we have created our own version of Facebook, our own version of form, but not for the public, for our truth, freedom and health warriors. And number three, we are creating, giving people information, ideas, tactics that they can use offline on the ground, be it on election integrity, be it on masks, be it on uh, medical freedom, all of those. So we are a platform with three things, truth, freedom and health, but education, community and activation. And everyone can go, I can share, uh, I have a video if you want me to play it that I put together, it may be good or I can send it to you later. But the, 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 the bottom line here is if people do not understand we need truth, freedom and health, if the people do not more importantly understand that you need the science of revolutionary change. And that is a science that I've created. I created email, created Cytosol, cut a bunch of degrees, but I'll tell you this creation that I've done will be more important than all of those which is the science of how you destroy the establishment, bottoms up, but you need to have an engineering science. And that's what I've created. And that's why everyone out there, if you don't get this, that's fine. But if you do get it, then every Monday evenings, I train people, we have all the courses online. Do you mind if I share this? I can show this to you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me, let me show this to let you. Me, let me show this to you. So let's go here. So if I share my screen here and uh, let's go here and I go over here to VA. So by the way, they, the, the website is vashiva.com, victoralphashiva.com, vashiva.com. And when people go to that website, you will see, you know, this is a website that talks about all the things that I've done, all interconnected around systems, okay? From the invention of email, from you know all, all the different different things I've done. But over here, people let me let me log out here. People can go join the movement. And what this movement has is it has those three features. Okay. So people go to they can go to over here, join Dr. Shiva right here. And what we've done is and this is why I you know I said welcome to VA Shiva, the revolutionary platform being developed by Dr. Shiva, the man who invented email. This platform provides foundational educational curricula and innovative tools to empower you to be a force to deliver solutions to affect truth, freedom, health in your local community. Beginning, and, and people can watch this video. I'll play the video for you shortly, okay? Um, but what you also see here is that people are contributing because this data, the, the infrastructure is in our own data center, independent of Facebook, independent of uh, Twitter. People are contributing then people get access to the warrior course. And, and I never feel good about taking something unless uh, I can give something. So people who, if you go to vhshiva.com slash warrior, we have the entire course laid out, okay? And this is and this says, these are the foundational scientific principles that govern the functioning of every system, be it your body and everything inside and outside of you, either natural or man-made. By understanding the scientific principles, you can be armed with the knowledge to change the world. Without that, you will be enslaved, subject to manipulation. Well, let me just make sure I'm sharing this over here. Let me share this with people over here. Yeah. Okay. Subject to manipulation. Okay. Um, uh, without that, you will be subject to manipulation, pro versus anti, left versus right, Republican versus Democrat. And what we do is those people who contribute, they get access to this 
uh, I teach them the this is two years of MIT course I teach in one hour. Okay. Then we give them access to the tools where they can learn on their own. Then they get a, a, a tool set where they can actually understand how their body works as a system. There's a very powerful way, the same principles. Then they get the book system and revolution. Then, then we teach them how their body is a system. Everything is a system. And then they get access to the scientific paper. So we're actually training them. So this is a, this is a science piece. Now, anyone, when they log in to the system, so that's the educational piece. When people log in, they get access to the ability where they can learn on their own. This is in our own data center, independent of Facebook, Twitter, Google, any of those guys, okay? Because we're not gonna be stupid like the parlor guys where so you get, they get videos, they get access to all the education I just said. All the educational tools are here. The books are here, the papers are here. So this is the education, but they can build community. So we have an amazing thing called a forum. Again, independent of Facebook, independent of Twitter, independent of any of those guys where they can actually use the forum to start conversations and topics. So for example, if we go here on health, okay, people are starting their own topics, okay? They're having their own conversations on all different kinds of topics. So this gives people an opportunity to interact. And you can see this is just in the last two weeks. Many, many people are starting. This is on our own platform again. The other things we've created the equivalent of Facebook. This is all underground. So people get educated, they can interconnect with people all over the world. We don't offer this to anyone. So for example, here's a, a page, people can go to groups. We have the warrior group. We have different uh, types of groups. People can go into the groups and then people are now starting to set up their own um, you know, web pages, right? Their own pages. Again, this is all independent of big tech so people can communicate. And why do we want them to communicate? So you can see here, people are starting to build their own pages, right? And they're doing this from all over the world, France, New Zealand, Australia, et cetera. Then the last piece of this is people can take action. So for example, I have taken all the science, let's say on masks and the importance of oral health, and we put it on one little business card. And you, you can in Italy can print this out. This is the front page of the card, building awareness of masks. On the back of the card is the actual science. And then what we've done is we've created a page on our platform, vashiva.com slash masks, People can go here, they can converse, okay? They can learn why the real science came out of my work that I did with um, Harvard and MIT, where we're actually showing how the masks affect your oral health. Or if they want, they can go and learn about something else. They can go, uh, and by the way, this is to educate their neighbors and their friends. If you want, really wanna talk about the issue of you know, uh, inoculation, right, and these vaccines, it's not pro or anti-vax. The real issue, that's like the nonsense. The real issue is that we wanna boost immunity, okay? And the back of it talks about precision medicine, personalized medicine. So what we're, what we're fundamentally doing here is we've created a platform. We've created a platform for truth, freedom, and health. That's what we've created, okay? This is not a, a platform um, for you know just uh, getting people excited about something. This is a revolutionary platform. It's to educate people, help people organize within our own data center and then give people weaponry so they can go educate. It's about education, but the education cannot begin until people get actually educated on what the reality is. Allora, grazie, tanto poi eh, ringraziamo il dottore per essere stato con noi. Eh, grazie davvero, buon lavoro. Great, thank you.
You're welcome. Okay, be well. See you. Okay, okay. bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Yep. Thank you. Bye bye. Be well. So to everyone listening, those were that's a, a very um, uh, big Italian uh, activist TV network in Italy, and they were very interested in really doing a follow-up interview with me to really understand. Since March, when I gave my predictions, which came true, you know, if you remember, I did a whole thing on Twitter, really talking about the fact that in March of 2020, that the so-called I, I called it the biggest. This will be the biggest fear-mongering hoax. This was in March of, I think March 2nd of 2020. That'll go down in history uh, as the biggest hope to suppress dissent, create mandated medicine, and push, and essentially, uh, uh, you know, uh, destroy economies. And that's what's happened. So they wanted to do a follow-up. But what I shared today was to really educate all of you that the truth about the invention of email. And those of you who want to know where to learn more about that, you know, um, when I was attacked, when people said I didn't invent email, and they wrote all sorts of defamatory articles. I, I won a major lawsuit, got paid a substantial sum of money. I created a website called whoinventedemail.com. You can go right to it. Let me go right here. Uh, and if you guys want to see it, let me bring it up. So on the whoinventedemail.com website, you can go see the reality, okay? The truth. And it says, before email, there was the inner office, inner organizational mail system, inbox, outbox, folders, attachments, but it was all done using paper. Experts thought it was impossible to create a computer-based version of that system and did not attempt to take on this challenge. But perhaps because of my ignorance, as a 14-year-old kid, I never thought it impossible when my supervisor, Dr. Michelson, at a small medical college in Newark, challenged me to do so. I wrote 50,000 lines of Fortran code across a system of 35 software programs to create the first such electronic system. It was a success. I called it email, a term never used before in the English language. I received the first US copyright for that invention at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. The struggle and the victory to share these facts. And by the way, here's my, um, here's the facts that when I won, I don't know if you guys can see this. Uh, let me go here. I have to stop this screen so you can share the whole screen. Um, so when I, uh, right here, you know, Gawker Media said I didn't invent email. They called me all sorts of names, called me a fraud. I won a $750,000 settlement. And by the way, no news media will pick up on it. And they were forced to remove the defamatory articles. But here's a summary of the facts of email. And you should go look at it. Email is a system. It's an electronic replica of the inner office mail system. It's not the simple exchange of text messages. Two, internet pioneers had thought it impossible to create email. Three, in 1978, a 14-year-old Shiva Idre invents email. Four, this guy didn't invent email. What he did was actually, what he did, he, what he did, he actually, in fact, what did he actually, in fact, do? You can look at it. The invention of email was has contributed to the advancement of email over 35 years. So you can go read about this. But the reason I wanted to share this is because, and I wanted to do this conversation with them, is because the invention of email is really about you. The fact is that you and everyday people are really the sources of innovation. It doesn't come from the elites. Now, I invented many things when I went to MIT, but I didn't need to go to MIT, guys, ladies and gentlemen. I did it before I came to MIT. That's where email was done. And that's what bothers them. What bothers them is that the invention of email took place before I came to MIT, okay? And it bothers them because email, such a great invention, must only be owned by the elites. You see, you know, this crazy guy, Bill Gates, went to Harvard and he drops out. Okay, he can invent Microsoft or you can invent Facebook. But they cannot give the rightful credit 
the elites. The credit's already black and white because it blows their whole minds. It doesn't compute for them because their model is that you must go to the centralized authority, get anointed, and then you're an inventor. So the invention of email story is really about you. And it's about, and this is why I said it matters to every human being because I wrote all the code, email as a system, named it email as a 14 year old kid, and that bothers them. And I was, I got the first US copyright at a time when that was the only, there is no controversy. So that's why my journey from inventing email, growing up in the working class towns of New Jersey, coming to MIT, seeing the contradictions, getting all their degrees, then going in, you know, starting a bunch of companies which created many value, thousands of jobs, then running for Senate, then finding out how they actually manipulate the elections. And then coming to this point in my life where the, the invention, yes, I've created Cytosolve and MV25, all those things, but the most important innovation I'm doing today for all of you so you can liberate yourself is the platform for truth, freedom, and health. This is why you must go to vashiva.com slash warrior slash join. Support this movement because it's for you. The, 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 the son of poor village farmers, the low caste, the guy, the, you know, the kid who was, you know, I, got, I learned many things from working class people in New Jersey, how to paint, how to do landscaping, how to program. And I've never forgotten that. So this is why you must understand that we are never going to get liberation until we build a bottoms up movement. Never, never, never. And it's not going to happen from Trump. Guaranteed. I'll put it in writing. He's not going to do it. He's about making money for him and his friends and his family. Okay. That's what this is about. He may say something like Bernie says something to keep the left working people uh, you know, entertain or the blue collar right working people, but none of them are going to liberate working people. Only this movement for truth, freedom, and health will ever liberate working people because it is based on science. It's based on us building community independent of their big tech, and it's based on taking action. So that's why the invention of email is important because it goes down to the heart of the issue. The elites don't make anything. They're parasites. Philo Farnsworth, a young 14-year-old farm kid, is the one who invented TV and it was stolen from him from RCA. Those are the facts. A Michigan mechanic is the one who created the automatic windshield wiper and that was stolen from him from a bunch of MIT guys, okay? So the truth is, yeah, I went to MIT. Yes, I have all these credentials. And the elites hate the fact that I have those PhD, that PhD and all my degrees because I can throw it in their face so they don't know what to do with me because I've never forgotten where I came from. And that's what this is about. So... Um, go to vashiva.com slash warrior and I expect a lot of you to become warriors and I expect to see you in class on Monday at seven. That's what this is about. And let me, you know, I always like to play the video that I have because it's important that all of you hear it because the future is truth, freedom and health. And the future is you recognizing that the power is us, but it's not just words. The words don't matter. We have to have an engineering science. We have to have scientific principles to build a movement. And that is what I've created. That is my latest innovation, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. So my entire life has been about innovation from the invention of email, from echo mail, many, many things, you know, uh, always an innovator. But this is my greatest invention and it's to you. And I hope you take advantage of this innovation. It's not an iPhone. It's not email. It is a educational platform. It is a community platform. It is a weapon that will give us the truth, freedom, and health we deserve. So let me play this, and I hope all of you go to vashiva.com.
truthfreedomandhealthwarrior.com and become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. That's what's needed. We don't need people talking about Trump or talking about nonsense like that, okay? It's time we get educated or be enslaved. That's what it's about. So I want all of you to support yourselves. Don't do it for me. Support yourselves, okay? So let me play the our anthem type uh, video to uh, to close at least this piece of it out for today. And I'll be back obviously later today doing more videos. So if you go to vashiva.com slash join, you can, by the way, you can contribute anything. You can tr contribute nothing. You can become a member for, but those of you who contribute to me and support this, I can't take your money for nothing. You contribute a hundred more. You get the truth, freedom and health warrior program. You can contribute 25 or more. You can get the system and revolution and the, and the software, or you can just become a member and get access to the forum, interact with people. And I hope you enjoy it. So let me just play this video and I wish you all uh, a good day and I'll be back later. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four year old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. got to train people first with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely without freedom. You cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, get celebrities, you've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people 
back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on B as in Victor A. Shiva, BASHIVA.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone. That was this is Dr. Shivaider. I hope you I hope you got the essence of that message. The invention of email. The truth about the invention of email is important to every human being because it shows that innovation, creativity, it's in everyone's DNA. It's not limited to getting a rubber stamp when you go to Silicon Valley or to Harvard or MIT. That's what they've made. And the problem they have with someone like me is I did innovation before I came to a place like MIT and I did it after. So I have a very different perspective. And that perspective is that being human is being an innovator, being creative. And what they're trying to do is what they've done. And that's why they hate the facts about the invention of email is because they want to constrain the truth that only they can innovate. Only they're the smart ones. When in fact, most of them are quite stupid. Most of them are quite mediocre. What they are good at is being evil and being insidious and being able to manipulate people, move money around. Okay. Write contracts, right? They don't really do anything bottoms up. And we sit on a very important point in humanity because we're only letting a few set of people innovate. And quote unquote innovate, by the way, Elon Musk, most of his stuff isn't really any innovation. If you look at his batteries, they're just Duracell batteries. A friend of mine looked at it and he goes, I thought there was some great innovation. His whole business is based on subsidies. All right. So we don't have great innovations anymore. What we have is because they've suppressed the, the large mass of humanity. That's what's actually happened. This is why we need to create a bottoms up movement if we're even going to have any innovation in this world. Thank you, everyone. I hope this is well. I expect all of you to become truth, freedom, and health warriors. Our goal is to have 50,000 people in the, by the end of this year. And we can only do it with you 
we're building our, we have our own infrastructure, our own data center, our own computers, and your contributions, whatever you support with helps goes right into that. So thank you everyone, be well.